Welcome to Beach in the Mountains podcast. We're going to talk about hiking and backpacking today with my friends Adrian and Stephanie. And a big shout out to Robert for doing our sound. Thank you, Robert. Thank you for putting up with us. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> but he's brave and uh, the true hero of this podcast. I think this is the first podcast we figured out the microphones. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Only took us half a year. <laughs> we'll find out when Vaselina edits it later. <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to talk about our upcoming backpacking trip to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, which I'm really excited about this trip. I can't wait to leave my house. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we, we've been kind of cooped up in our houses. Uh, I can't wait to leave Florida. That yeah. too. So did you know yesterday was five months since we all started uh, working from home. <laughs> Don't remind me. It's fe- it feels like a month. Yeah, it feels like a month and uh, ten years at the same time. Are so. we allowed to leave our state? I don't see any signs that say no, so <laughs> I'm out! <laughs> Sneak across the border. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any regulations on that. We'll, we'll bring our masks, we'll bring like liters and gallons of hand sanitizer and... Uh, will leave no trace. Got it. Uh, yeah. So we're going to talk about preparing for this uh, backpacking trip. So this backpacking trip is kind of unusual for us for several reasons. Uh, first of all, this year is crazy and yeah. Everything's just different this Everything's year. Everything's just different. It's wonderful. It's a new life. We live in historical times. So Literally, I feel like we're repeating historical times all crammed into yeah. one year. It's great. So it's fine. There's that. And also, the original idea of the trip wasn't ours. There was like a, a group that Adrian joined. It's some people we know from UNF. They invited Adrian. Adrian invited myself and Stephanie. And now it's going to be six of us going up to the mountains and backpacking. The biggest group I've ever gone hiking or backpacking with than ever. Uh, for me, it's the biggest group probably since I was uh, in college in Russia. For so. me, I think it was middle school and Girl Scouts. What about you, Stephanie? The only thing I can think of is when we took a trip, I think it was fifth grade, to Billy Swamp Safari, but it wasn't really camping. It was just like we went in these like straw huts and we had bunk, bunk beds, but it was like a whole class. Were you the three little pigs in these straw huts? <laughs> Well, it was like, <laughs> it was a good structure. It just made it to look like straw huts. Uh-huh. I think I know what you're talking about. Planning this trip uh, presented some new interesting challenges, and I feel like it kind of allowed us to get out of our little bubble because we're so used to going on these trips together. We know how each other work on the trail. Yeah, and before the trail. And so planning it with three people who are not us and are not on the same like wavelength was interesting. Because you know, we we have the same idea and we we're also get like our information from the same sources on the internet. And when you see people who have different ideas, it's interesting. And uh, I feel like we're learning from each other. Uh, they also have different experience yes, in different, backpacking. Different experiences and different... Expectations? Expectations, yes. I feel like one of the big lessons of this, like, playing the backpacking trip was so, like, everybody is staying on the same page. 
But one good thing that comes from, you know, having more people playing a trip with you is you can delegate more things. So, like, backcountry campsites booking, and we could probably split the food better. Yeah, I was going to say, splitting the food is going to be the best part. Yeah. Versus Vaselina booking everything. <laughs> I did book the Airbnbs, so there, there's that. But I always book Airbnbs. Let's talk about where we're going, because I probably should have started with that, but... Where are we going? <laughs> we are going to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. We are staying in Waynesville, North Carolina. We have an Airbnb we're staying at on the way there and the Airbnb to stay at on the way off the trail, when we get off the trail. We're not going to hotels. We will be by ourselves in this Airbnb, so we yeah. will be isolated. Yeah. So. Also, big shout out to our Airbnb hosts, because originally we planned this trip for uh, Memorial Day. And during that time, backcountry camping was not available in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. So we had to move the Airbnb bookings, and I'm really glad that uh, our hosts have allowed us to do that, because that was more convenient than just you know getting a refund and then booking something else. So let's talk about where we're going. We're going to start at Paul's Gap, which is not far from Waynesville, North Carolina. And we're going to take the Hemp Hill Bald Trail uh, towards uh, north towards Caldwell Fork. And then take Big Fork Ridge Trail to Rough Fork and hike out uh, via Rough Fork. And this is going to be a three-day backpacking trip. I think our mileage the first day was like eight miles. Yep. Second and third days, I think, are like about five and a half miles each. If we decide, we can add, I believe, four miles on with the Booger Man Trail on the second day. Yeah. Did you hear that? The Booger Man Trail? Yep. I don't know who all named the... it, but I want to give him a high five. All the boogers. Same. I just want to put my boogers on the side <laughs> when we get there. No, no we don't want to spread COVID. What is wrong with you? Yeah, that, that, that's, that's how they Any get you. Any other year. It'll also, be fine. Also, think about how many people... Ew have already had this idea and put their boogers on there, so you don't want to touch that. With it's a community Ew. thing. It's a co- <laughs> are you a dog? Like, <laughs> What do they do with their boogers? <laughs> no, they, Usually they just they, lick them and kind of eat them. Yeah, they just stick their tongue up their nose and just like... No, I'm saying that dogs Ew. have like a com- kind of community thing when they mark uh, bushes and like pots so it's like people marking their territory with boogers i could lift my leg and pee on the (laughs) please don't (laughs) leave no chase we've peed in the woods that's not that's not it's not on the sign jesus it'll rain it'll wash it off okay so please don't go to boogerman Trail on Labor Day. don't touch the sign (laughs) don't touch the sign maybe just don't leave your boogers in the wilderness yeah don't listen to to Stephanie. Or plans. maybe there's a guy in like the area that we'll run into named Booger Man. No, have you no, met, no, have you met no. the Booger Man? YouTube has <laughs> no. already started recommending the people going missing in national park stories when we're about to go to a national park. Hey, there's I don't no want to think about the Booger Man. Why in the do woods. you get the most creepiest like YouTube video? I don't know what's wrong with their algorithm. There's gonna be six of us, so <laughs> let's not run into the Booger Man. Yeah, I don't no think I'm listening to too much true crime. You too. Yeah, yeah. Well, same here. Yeah. Missing cases. You guys got me missing my favorite people. murder now. Um, I got true crime. I got conspiracy theories. I got missing person cases. The podcasts are just rolling. Yeah. Well, you guys have to watch Murder Mystery Mondays. Sha da sha 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 sha. What is that? That's her theme song. 
What's this Murder Mystery Mondays? Oh, I have seen those. Murder Mystery and Makeup Mondays? Yeah, you showed me the one of them. Is it on YouTube? Yeah, so she puts on her, like, she does, like, a makeup video because she's, like, a makeup artist on YouTube. And then she does she talks about, like, a true crime. Ooh. It's I a little distracting to... to watch someone put on their makeup while they're talking about true crime, though. I'll need to check it out. Anywho. Back to the yeah. trail. Yeah, so let's not run into Boogerman. There's still a number of items we need to do before we go. Shopping! Shopping, and let's talk about the items that we already have covered, which is we already have uh, our people, we already have a plan how we're going to drive up there, we have our Airbnbs booked, we figured out the route, and uh, this was one of the things about managing expectations, because I feel like... Some people were like overly optimistic about the distance we can cover on the trail. We all work in technology at desk jobs. Yeah. In Florida. Yeah, we're not used to like hiking in the mountains, especially at like yeah. higher elevation. But I I feel like nope. I almost feel like we kinda made this mistake in the past. And this <laughs> is why we're like rock. overly cautious now, because every trip and it's not even just backpacking trips, it's every trip anywhere, wherever I go, I always have this like missing out anxiety. FOMO. I yeah. will never forget the death march of Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> We have to see everything, Robert. Yes, my feet are on fire. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like his legs were bleeding. But you guys saw everything. We saw everything. We weren't happy about it. I was going to say, was it worth it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you hesitated. I'm surprised we stayed married after that trip. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> Well, some relationships are stronger than that, which is good. I mean, we too stayed... bad we can't get divorced in Savannah. <laughs> I mean, we all stayed friends after Slick Rock. Yeah, but the Slick Rock, I think, by Slick Rock, we already were a bit better about managing our expectations. No, we weren't. We were still overly optimistic, but like we kind of stop being in denial. <laughs> I think we were too tired to like. Yeah, we were too tired to be mad. Like, (laughs) well, considering we were all in the same situation, we had camaraderie amongst each other. Well, also, Sleek Rock was like the second day was just uphill. The first half of the day was like with thunder and lightning, and I had yes had the wonderful spill on the boulder. Yup. So, going back to our upcoming yeah. trip, there was a little problem with the backcountry campsites we want to book, because it's the small case, so there are bears. What? There's bears in the woods? Yeah, I know. But uh, some of the campsites that we originally planned staying at uh, are closed right now because of the bear activity, so we had to change our route. On the other side of the mountain where the bears are not at. Yeah, because, you know, they only stay on the same side of the mountain. They don't go to the other campsites. No, they don't. But they the just prefer one bears side. Bears go over the. It's in the song. <laughs> the bear went over the mountain. The song is a lie. Not that bear. Yeah, they <laughs> shouted. <laughs> it was just one big lie. Sorry. Has anyone yeah. tried asking these bears nicely if they would just move on? Yeah. They're just a a bear in a hammock saying, hey, what's up? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So we had to have like a somewhat lengthy discussion of which campsites we're going to stay at and how many miles we can reasonably Reasonably. do within a day. So we're going to see how it goes. I think we're pretty good on the distance. 
and I'm pretty sure it's going to be a great trip. So we still need to book the campsites, but we have a person who's going to take care of that and we have a plan for that. We planned which campsites we hit in. I think our route looks good because of the mileage and also there are water sources next to both campsites. We still need to get some gear and uh, we need to get food. So now I want to talk about the importance of lists for planning. <laughs> yes. Because we have a Google Doc where we have a list that Agent put together a couple years ago for all of us. And it's like shared between all of us. And It has all of the, you should probably have these or you're really not going to be happy in the backcountry items. Yeah, yep. all of the essentials. The, the nice part about this list is it doesn't really change over time. No, these are the... The essentials. You got your shelter, your pack, water source, sleep system, cook system, rain gear, first aid, knife. What's on this list? <laughs> there's quite a few things on this yeah, list. Yeah, there's quite a few. It, it's a long <laughs> list, but you can still keep your base weight down. Bear bags. What's going to be our base weight about? Probably between 17 and 21 pounds, depending on your gear. Okay. The, the tent in your pack can make it or break it. So I'm getting a new tent before this trip because the tent that I have is a two-person. Last year, Stephanie and I split between ourselves, but Stephanie got her own tent, so I need a one person now. Stephanie, how heavy is your new tent, by the way? Uh, four pounds. Ooh. I mean, I can't... Yeah, I, I blew some money on mine, so I have a, a two-person tent that weighs under a pound and a half. Yeah, yours is kind of crazy. I was looking at the one entire eye that I sent you all. Quarter dome. A quarter dome, which was... I think it's just under two pounds. It's mm. actually really close to the weight that I have. So oh, well. that one is... Uh, but that's a uh, one person? It's one person. Yeah. It's close to... <laughs> There's an airplane going overhead and our sound <laughs> guy is just shaking <laughs> his head at it. Frogs, airplanes, like... We got at a least, soundtrack going. Hey, it, it listed stuff ringing. So there's that. But that would have added to our nature soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> and some cicadas. <laughs> so I'm looking at spending about $300 on that tent, which I think is a decent amount of money to spend on a tent. It's more reasonable than mine was. Well, I mean, I'm also gonna, probably going to use it for the next, like, 15 years or so, like, unless there is some super breakthrough in tent technology, which I doubt there will be. I also need a filtration system. Regent, can you tell us about filtration systems? Yeah, about those. <laughs> <laughs> I have a gravity filter system, so it has a dirty bag. You hang up in a tree with a tube that runs down to your bottle, and it uses gravity to uh, feed the water through the filter. I also have gotten a... I forgot what I have now. I have a second filter, and I'm blanking on what it is. So <coughs> does, does it only fit the standard like water bottles? Gravity filter system has a cap that fits, I think, just about every bottle. Even with the wide mouth? Even Yeah, it'll fit your, um, what are those called again? What are those the, bottles? The Nathan bottles that they have? like The, the, the Nalgene? Yeah, it, it'll fit yeah. a Nalgene bottle just fine. Mm. But it'll also filter into a smart water bottle and yeah. everything in between. So yeah, we used Adrian's filter in, on the past couple of trips and it worked great. Yep, and I need to pull that out, get some bleach and clean it. Um, I need to back flush it. It's been sitting around for a year, yeah. so I kind of want to clean it before I use it again. So I kind of wonder, and I have a live straw bottle, which I'm not sure if we're going to bring this time, because I haven't used it like last two times. I brought it, but I never used it. But I need to clean it because it's kind of been like fogging up in my cabinet. Yeah, so. my other filter is the Sawyer Squeeze. Ah, okay. I have that system, which that filter will fit onto a smart water bottle or an Aquafina bottle. Mm -hmm. And I can fill up my bottle and then just filter as I drink it. 
So I'm okay. going to bring both and decide which one I like better. Okay. Is it the solar squeezes like that one guy had uh, last year? Yeah. Yeah. So he you can to struggle a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was squeezing and squeezing and then ended up just taking our water. Yeah, I because ended up we, just we, filtering water for him. Yeah, like we, we felt bad for this guy because he. Kept I'm wondering flushing. if he hadn't back flushed his filter recently though, and it was just uh, clogged from like the nasty dirt and stuff. I mean, he was a through hiker, and we met him in Virginia, and he started in Georgia. So by that time, it could have well been clogged. Very likely, you're supposed to back flush it like at least once a week or so of using it, if you're using it regularly. He didn't seem really prepared, so he probably didn't read the instructions for the... You know how many times I read <laughs> reviews on my gravity filter, and a lot of people are like, the flow is so slow. And I'm like, yeah, it took me about 30 minutes at camp to figure out how to get it to go faster. Yeah, <laughs> if you I read did... the instructions, <laughs> it helps. How many Instru people don't read instructions? A lot of them don't. No. I mean, I usually don't, but I, I do when do. things aren't working. So... You're gonna laugh, but when I was a kid, my family thought I was crazy because every time we would get a like new microwave or something, I would read the instructions like cover to cover and try to do everything that it says. And so I always knew what like every kitchen thing does because I read the instructions. <laughs> Whereas I'm a button masher. You hand me something new and something to play with. And I just mash all the buttons or try to mess with doohickeys and stuff and see what it does. But I also feel like it's kind of a matter of like how much time you have because I used to do it as a kid. Now as an adult, you know, I'm a software developer. So w when I'm learning something new, I'm like, okay, I've read this tutorial. I don't remember what happened in the beginning of this tutorial. I'm just going to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just try it, see what happens. And if yeah. it doesn't work, then maybe refer to specific documentation yeah, for what exactly. you're doing. Yeah, yeah I just so that's when I read to figure out how to do something. Pretty much. Going back to backpacking, since we kind of trailed off. Trailed off? <laughs> trailed off. <laughs> Went off uh, the trail. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's talk about food. Yeah. And how backpacking meals are okay, but not They're... optimal. They have so much sodium. Which, if you're hiking for hours and hours every day for like weeks at a time, and you're yeah. sweating buckets, you need the sodium. If yeah. you're only on for like a weekend... I think you'll live. Yeah. Also, if you're on for a weekend, fresh food. Yeah. Always an option. We bring in couscous. We're going to bring some chicken pouches. What else did Pita we have? Pita bread. Pita bread. Uh, tortillas. one of the guys suggested a pasta dish one night. He said risotto, which is a rice dish. Okay, we can do that too. We made a pasta dish one time when I, when I got like canned meat. It was wasn't good. that like mac and cheese, canned meat and like... It was just pasta and canned meat and... No, and, uh, no cheese. That must be why I didn't have much. <laughs> <laughs> I want cheese. Well, not everything comes with cheese. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, listen, <laughs> those backpack and meals have plenty of cheese. It's great. Yeah, it's not good. Dehydrated cheese is weird, though. <laughs> it's not okay. So we have like backpack and meal ice cream or something. Yes. Yep. The um the ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. We're going to bring some ramen noodles. I'm bringing oatmeal for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Oatmeal for breakfast. I went to the Russian grocery store and I got uh, instant coffee, which is like the taste of my long lost youth, because that's what I used to drink a lot of. When you were young and full of life. When I was young and full of life. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce you to that. 
Right. <laughs> it's going to be great. And I usually bring hot chocolate and tea on the trail. And I still have a couple instant coffee packets of Starbucks coffee that I got, like, for our Joyce Kilmer trip, which was, like, two years ago. <laughs> yeah, what's the date on that coffee? It's fine. I mean, it's, it's instant. Coffee. It's fine, right? It's that's it's the stuff you put in, like, a war I, bunker. Yes, it's a war bunker. I think I still have my instant coffee from that trail, too, though. Am, yeah. I, am I the only one that didn't get coffee on that trip? No, we're getting so much coffee on this trip. Oh, boy. <laughs> All the coffee. That was going to be a good hike. So what are the... we running this or are we walking? <laughs> we're walking. Oh, I found, um, what are those bars called again? Cliff Which bars? Ones? Oh, cliff bars. Ooh. But they have uh, a shot of espresso in them. Ooh, Ooh, I love those. I keep buying those and I need to stop doing that. Yeah, so we'll bring in snack bars. Uh, I'll probably make trail mix. Yeah, trail mix. Oh, basically your standard fare. It's the time for junk food! Yeah. Oh, electrolytes. Electro uh, noon tablets, yeah. Yes, I need to get more. Yeah, you need to get out. more too. Because Florida weather is so hot, I've needed them just sitting in my own apartment. <laughs> I threw out my blueberry tangerine. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Blueberry tangerine just... For some reason, it makes me think of orange and mint toothpaste. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not okay. I just don't like noon tablets. Is it the fizziness? No, it tastes like vitamins. Well, yeah, it has that too. Um, Try like, well, you're going to do the coconut water packets, right? I was going to say, um, I also do Propel or the Gatorade packets mix really well too. Yeah, I like those as well. I also need to go through my first aid kit and see if the pills there are expired or not and replace them. Oh, uh, half of mine were. I yeah. just went through mine and threw out half of my first aid kit. Well, I mean, I don't need half of it anyway. I mean, it's good that we didn't need them. And I really hope that I don't get a migraine on trail like the last time. Because that was awful. That was bad. But I wonder if that was also part like dehydration, part altitude. I don't know, but now combo. I figure out uh, one thing for I figured out for migraine management that's kind of good is uh, taking like a cold pack and, and put it on my head. So I should have done it last year because I could have just dunked your head my, in the stream, dunked my head in the stream, or just taking the wet bandana and put it in my head will help too. Yeah, well, they make those bandanas with the little crystals and stuff too. Yeah. You get them wet and they're insta cool. Well, also since I kind of started having migraines more often, I learned to manage them a bit better. Okay. So now I know that if I have a, a tiny headache that threatens to turn to a migraine, I need to do something about it right away. Not be like, eh, I don't really need that uh, painkiller pill. Like, no. I'll end up taking like three times more if I don't do something right now. So I am so glad I don't get these. Oh yeah, like they're all. I have literally never had a migraine. You like it? <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yeah, but I'm also always highly caffeinated. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. I'm pretty well caffeinated. I think it it just. I mean, the amount it, of coffee you guys both drank. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, I know what I'm talking also, about. <laughs> I also drink a high caffeine content coffee, and then I add tea on top of that. No, I usually have only a cup a day. I, I have two cups a day, I but it's the equivalent of day. like six or seven. So yeah, we're gonna be as well caffeinated on the trail as we usually are in our lives. Woo! <laughs> so caffeine. and to kind of wrap it up, let's talk a little bit about what we're doing for like physical pre preparation because as Adrian mentioned earlier, we have desk jobs and we're literally sitting around in our houses like 
all day, every day working. So what are you guys doing to be ready for trail? I run three days a week and make sure I get a minimum of five miles a day of movement of some sort. Are you probably going to be the most prepared? Probably. Probably. I'm also starting weight training with my pack and I've loaded the quart bottles. I've loaded with sand. I can load into my pack and hike up and down my street and up and down the stairs of my apartment building. Nice. So Adrian is doing the right thing. I'm probably not going to be as prepared, but I'm I'm doing like a three-week fitness program where I work out every day and those are like 20 minutes to half an hour workouts on uh, different muscle groups. And weekends are usually kind of full body heat workout style. And I feel like uh, since I've been doing this home workout for the past couple of months uh, with different frequency, I'm in way better shape now than I was in the beginning of the summer. Because like we went hiking the other day and uh, it was pretty nice. Like I didn't feel like a complete dead log after that. Which is good because I did the math that was just over 10 miles that day. Okay, that's what I figured. So I'm doing that and I need to probably walk more or add another like cardio thing. I still have time. What about you, Stephanie? Um, I haven't really been doing much besides like just working on my yarn and like the silk yoga and then starting to ride my bike again. But nothing like too intense, so... I mean, as long as you're moving your body in some way. Yeah, yep. like just keep moving, I guess, until... I probably need to like up my cardio though before the trail. Yeah. <laughs> Up until uh, what I've read, the recommendation I've read, I think it was on the REI's website, they recommended hitting pretty much the muscle group that I'm hitting with my workouts. So do some squats, some lunges, some shoulder abs. Buns, thighs, abs, shoulders, got it. Yeah. So basically you want to be able to get up the mountain. And they also recommended, like pretty much everybody recommends uh, step ups or lunges. So that's a good thing to add to your prep and cardio so you can actually walk those like eight miles up the mountain i got that covered i I wish i could run but like i'm still waiting for my performance to feel better today is august 13th so we're going uh, up there on labor days so we have just another month and we when this episode will come out at the end of august we have plenty of time to get ready Yep. Yeah, so we're still getting ready. We're gonna hit REI, get our food together, treat our packs with permetrin, treat our pants and shirts and socks and everything. Definitely socks. Yes. Something I didn't do for the last hiking trip and I am regretting. And I'm really looking forward to this trip and I hope that we'll have a good time. Please subscribe to our podcast and like us on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, please like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ring the bell. Suddenly, we're a YouTuber. We don't have a bell. Yeah, so you can find us on SoundCloud and, and iTunes and every major podcasting platform. You can find us on Instagram at uh, Bitches to Mountain Spot. We're and, everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. And on Facebook, if you search Bitches to Mountain Podcast, please let us know your thoughts. Stay safe. Have fun and happy trails. And don't let the ticks bite.